Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Good evening and thank you for tuning in tonight. So the Word of Life and Nurture Ministries weekly broadcast alive because of the Word. We are alive tonight because of God's Word residing on the inside of us. Oh, what a wonderful time to be alive. You say, well, wonderful time to be alive with everything that's going on in the world? Yes, because why? We are God's remnant people that he has in this earth to carry forth his name. And so we just thank God for being alive in this time, in this season. We give him praise. We give him honor. We give him glory. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for another opportunity to come on this broadcast tonight. Thank you for another Rhema word, revelation that you you are revealing to your people. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this Rhema. Thank you for for the for what you're doing in the earth now. We give you praise, God. We give you honor, God. We give you glory. We magnify your name tonight. Oh, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name tonight. You are a good God. In spite of what the enemy tries to do to us, you are still good. You are still kind. You are still wonderful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this day. For this is the day you've made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Once again, we welcome everyone. Who did not think it Robert to join the broadcast tonight? We thank God for your lives. Thank God for who he is to you and what he's doing. And he has done and he will continue to do for you. We give him praise. We bless his name. Father, in the name of Jesus, once again, we enter into your presence tonight through and by the precious blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus, we can say tonight, we have been redeemed, and let the redeem of the Lord say so. So tonight we say so. We thank you for coming to earth to reconcile us back to your, to, to, to your Father, our Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time. And once again, as we celebrate your coming into this world during this season, we say thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love, for your grace, for your mercy, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name tonight. We bless your name tonight. We magnify you tonight. We glorify you tonight. We honor you tonight. Glory to your name, Jesus. So welcome to another session of Alive Because of the Word. And we give God praise for this time and this season. This is the time of the year that we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. In the midst of shopping, Christmas gatherings, and holiday festivities, it's easy to lose sight of whom we are actually celebrating. It's easy to lose sight. But tonight, we just want to remind you and bring to your remembrance of what is happening, what happened in the heavenlies, and we are rejoicing on the earth tonight. Once again, this time, this season. First, let me remind you that when Jesus came, he brought his world, he brought heaven with him. Though he came as man and not as God, he still brought the government of heaven with him. And he came to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. We are going to take a close look tonight at the biblical passage in the book of Isaiah that most people don't even read until it's Christmas time. Because it's a familiar passage, but it's a passage that when when it's understood, it can unlock many hidden mysteries concerning all that Jesus came to give us through his birth, death, and resurrection. And we can walk in this particular revelation all year long. We don't have to wait for Christmas. If we understand, fully understand this passage, Isaiah was a prophet that got the revelation 600 years before Jesus was born that there would be, God would send his son to this earth. That revelation was given to the prophet because the book of Amos says, Amos 3, 7 says, God does not do anything until he first reveals it to his prophets. And Isaiah was a prophet. And Isaiah got the revelation that Jesus, the Messiah, will come into this world. Oh, I just love this passage of Scripture because this passage of Scripture is so rich. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. Oh, it has so much It has so much revelation in this passage. If we just fully read and understand and meditate on this passage, God is speaking to us. He spoke to us through the prophet Isaiah 600 years before Jesus was born. Wow. Look at God. Look at God. Isaiah 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7 is probably one of the most familiar biblical passages we we read during this time. Even when 
the musician Handel, the classical musician Handel, uh, 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 was writing his, mu- uh, his, his music. He included this passage in his music that's called the Messiah. And it's possible that each of, it's possible that each of us either sings it or hear it during Christmas time because this is a passage. This is uh, uh, the, the the Messiah. I love this uh, 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 this uh, uh, this selection of music by Handel. Because Handel is a classical is a classical musician, and God gave him the revelation of who Jesus was because he he gave it to him just like I, he he gave it to Isaiah in the book of uh, Isaiah chapter nine. So let's take a moment. And read what Isaiah said as he prophesied the birth of Jesus. The different names by which Jesus wanted to be known. And his mission here on earth. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and 7. And I'll read it from the NIV, the New International Version. It says, for unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This person, this Son of God, is going to be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The seal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Powerful, powerful, powerful scripture. If you have some time this holiday season, this Christmas season, go to the book of Isaiah and read this chapter 9. And meditate on these verses 6 and 7. See what God is revealing before he, he sent his son into this world to die for us. 600 years he gave this revelation to the, to the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah is one of the most uh, 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 highly, highly rated prophets in the, in, in the Bible, he heard from God. He heard from God, exactly how he heard from God, and that's how he wrote it. Let's begin. Because Jesus was born with, with the government of God upon his shoulder. What does that mean? Well, he brought heaven with him. He was born, but he also brought heaven's government the rulership, the dominion of heaven to our earth. Bottom line, he was coming to earth to establish the Lord, his lordship on the earth. That's what he came to heaven, to earth, sorry, to establish. The earth is the Lord, and we see that in Psalm 24. And so if you get some time also, go to Psalm 24 and read Psalm 24. It says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. So we dwell in the world. The world, yes, and we who dwell in it. 
Though the devil would love us to believe it is eternally his, the devil, but it isn't. Jesus came to reestablish God's dominion over the powers of darkness on this earth. Yes, Jesus is our Lord. Over all the earth, his birth was simply an announcement that the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven were at hand. Yes, he brought his kingdom with him, and now it is available to us. But wait, there's more. The word government in Isaiah 9, 6 is a Hebrew word, mean, and that Hebrew word means Misra, and it means empire. So we could easily conclude that the empire of heaven came to earth when Jesus was born. The word Misra is rooted in another Hebrew word, which means prevail. So this is a confirmation that Jesus brought with him a mandate from heaven, which was for him to prevail over the enemy. That's what he came to do. He came to prevail over the enemy. And Satan, with all, and Satan and all of his evil deeds, and to establish heaven on earth. And the fact that the government was upon his shoulders establishes him as Lord or Lordship over, the, over this empire. So it's unfortunate that we hang ornaments on our Christmas tree, and only, only one, one time of the year we read that the we read all about what the Messiah, what the what Isaiah the prophet prophesied concerning the Messiah, six hundred years before his birth. Have we ever stopped to think about all that applies to the King of Kings and how he came to give us heaven on earth and have dominion over the enemy, over Satan and his works against us? Now, we, we need to know that we have, we have it. It has been made available to us, but we don't know what we have. We don't know what we have. So let's just stop and think about what we have. What Jesus' different names means to us. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. When Jesus said he wants his name to be known as Wonderful Counselor, just what, what does that mean? When I begin to think about it, he wanted his, what he wanted to be called and to be known as. I became overwhelmed with a desire to dig in and to study what God was trying to reveal to us. Think about it. You can choose a name that will reveal what you truly desire to be known by, what, what it was, your identity. But Jesus chose choosing an identity he chose an identity for eternity and an evolved name that never changed. That will, that will be names throughout eternity to fulfill the promises for which he came. Wonderful Counselor. The name Wonderful Counselor means God himself being our counselor. He counsels us different ways through his word, a revelation. 
He comforts us through a prophetic word, through a dream, through a vision, through a friend, through a pastor, through a minister. And each time the word is spoken or revealed, there is an atmosphere from heaven released. And we can press into all that heaven has to offer to us. Yes, the word is preached. It's spoken. The word creates an atmosphere for a shift. Maybe our mind is being renewed. Maybe the atmosphere is pregnant with miracles for us. But there is a supernatural occurrence for the presence to be there. And when the presence is there, there's an availability for us to touch the throne, the government of heaven, and bring it to act. Believe it. Believe the saints of God, no matter what you might be going through, God is the ultimate counselor. He's the ultimate counselor. His counsel is wonderful. Wonderful. The New International Version says, the version says, identifies him as Jesus, our wonderful counselor. And I love his name. Identify both ways. He is a wonderful, he's wonderful, and that he's our counselor. And yet he is simply wonderful. In fact, he's wonderful. And he's a wonder because he came as both God and man. His love is a wonder of the angels and the saints. As he came and died, was resurrected, and ascended into heaven. And so when we study that word, wonderful, you'll find that it means wondrous. It means a miracle. Oh, my. This means that when God speaks to us, there's always a miracle, a sign, and a wonder attached to that revelation. Just like there was a wonder attached to the, to the prophetic revelation that he gave Isaiah 600 years before the birth of Christ. That was a miracle. It was a miracle. Nobody knew this revelation. But God showed that spoke to Isaiah the prophet and gave him this revelation. His desire is to speak. God's desire is to reveal his counsel to us, to provide miraculous power for us to receive and demonstrate that counsel. Let me make it plain. Let's say we have been through healing class, and now we have the revelation that is always God's will to heal. It is always his will to heal. So never pray a prayer and say, God, it is your will to heal me. No, it is always his will to heal. Actually, his godly counsel concerning healing has been revealed to us. Then we pick it to the next step. And remember, there is always a miracle attached to whatever God counsels us to do. Counsel us with. There's always a miracle. Since if we know this, we will pray expecting. Expecting. And amazingly, Jesus wanted to be known as the wonderful counsel. So always pray expecting. Don't pray and wonder if he will do it. No, 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 no. He will do it according to your faith. Yes, he wanted his name to be known as a counselor. That back of his counsel and his wisdom with a miracle. How awesome. How awesome. 
I know, I just know that you know that you will grasp this revelation, that you will hold on to this revelation. He's a wonderful counselor. He's your mighty God. Next, he's your mighty God. The word mighty in this passage refers to God as a valiant, a valiant, a valiant champion. And that word uh, champion is also rooted in the word prevail. Like he says, he was, he's a wonderful counselor. He prevails over, over the world. So he's a champion. He came to earth to be our champion. So when we go to the book of Zephaniah, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17 says, describes the Lord. The Lord was, the Lord, your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. So he's your mighty warrior. He's your warrior. He, he, he's, he's warring for you. That's what he came to do, to be a mighty God, to be a mighty warrior. So the book of, uh, 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 the book of Zephaniah, Zephaniah, chapter 3, verse 17, 17 Relates to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. Did you realize that Jesus loves to sing over you? He came to, to, to rejoice over you, to sing over you. He left heaven with a mindset of prevailing over our enemies and giving us abundant life. That's what he came to do, to give us the abundant life. So when we think about the baby Jesus in the manger, it's all a part of the beautiful Christmas story. But let us also remember that Jesus came with a purpose to destroy the works of the enemy. Whatever is going on through you, you, know this. Jesus came to empower you to be an overcomer. You are an overcomer. Yes, it is true that he came to provide salvation. Yes, but salvation is not the only thing. Yes, salvation comes from the Greek word sozo, which means more than being saved. Yes, he came to save us. That's just one aspect. But sozo is a word that fully translates as Protection, he came to save us. He came to give us protection. He came to give us healing. He came to give us prosperity. So, so the whole package, that's just one thing. That's just saving us to go to, he- uh, to go to heaven. No. But heal us while we're on the earth. Prosper us. Protect us. So when Jesus died on the cross, we reap the whole, the full benefits of sozo. That's the meaning of salvation in the Greek. Jesus came as a champion over every stronghold, every setback, every mountain that attempts to stand before you. You have been promised victory according to the counsel of your mighty God. The enemy will attempt to speak lies that will bind you to the shame of your past, but do not pay attention. 
Look to your counselor, your mighty God, your king of kings, your everlasting father. Aren't you glad that because Jesus came to the earth and died on the cross, we have the promise of eternal life. He is the son of God with all of the characteristics of his father. Everything he did on earth, he did so because he saw the father doing it. In other words, Jesus was so intimate with the father, with his father that he, he displayed his heart, love, and character while on this planet. Isaiah, in writing this passage, in this, in the, in this, in this passage, uh, uh, Isaiah chapter 9, to say that Jesus has the attribute, he said that Jesus has, has the attributes of his father, including eternity. God's love is truly everlasting and eternal. We need not fear death because Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. In the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 and 15, he said, reminds us that we are eternally alive with Christ. And that Jesus triumphed over all evil powers by the cross. So we do need to bury our head in the sand and watch the bad news and think that's for us. We, yes, can be aware of our surroundings, but take everything that concerns us into prayer. Know that he is our counsel. And when we pray, he will intervene on our behalf. Because why? He is our prince of peace. Our prince of peace. Maybe we might not need peace right now. But one day we will need peace. And we can call him our prince of peace. And the word peace in the Hebrew it's called shalom, which means faith, happy, healthy, prosperity. There you go again. Everything that we need to live, to survive on this earth, he is our prince of peace, our shalom, our safety, our happiness, our health, our prosperity. By considering these different meanings of peace, our faith can be extended to believe for so much more than experiencing serenity. Jesus wants to be known as the Son of God, the King of Kings, and also the one who gives us safety, prosperity, happiness, and health. So as our King, he preserves and commands peace in his kingdom. He creates peace. Receive his peace right now because he's watching over his promises concerning you. He's watching over his promises concerning you. God is very passionate concerning establishing his kingdom here on earth. And he's very passionate concerning each of us being able to experience all that heaven has to offer us while we are on this earth. Sins, believe. 
during this special season, let's embrace and receive his counsel, his miraculous intervention in our lives. Receive the wonder of all that he died to give us. And let us become more eternally focused and fully embrace his everlasting love. Let us trust the Lord for safety and protection. He is our sword. He is our shield. He is our high tower. We need not fear because his zeal will preserve and protect us. And his promises, and he, sorry, he promises to watch over, over our lives, to watch over us. So no matter what news you might be hearing, Know that your faith and your hope and your trust is in the everlasting counselor, the mighty God, the prince of peace, the everlasting father, sorry, the prince of peace. He's all that to you. Not only when he was born, but he is still that to you. All you have to do is look to him as your, as your source because that's what he wants us to do. Fully trust him. So during this Christmas holiday, from me to you, receive our Lord and Savior Jesus as your prince, as your, sorry, as your wonderful counselor as your mighty God, as your everlasting Father, and your Prince of Peace. He is on the throne. He is there. All you have to do is just give yourself to him. Commit yourself to him. Trust him. Believe in him. And he will bring it to pass. He will bring everything that concerns you to pass. It shall come to pass. No matter what might try to abort it, stop it, delay it, it shall come to pass. Have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy Jesus. Enjoy what he came to earth to do for each and every one of us. And know that his promises are still with us. And his promises are yea and amen. And they cannot change. They have not changed and they will not change. Because he is not a God who changes. He has, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Have a peaceful Christmas. Have a wonderful, joyous Christmas because of what our Lord and Savior Jesus came to earth to do for us. So, Father, thank you in the name of Jesus. For everyone under the sound of my voice tonight who did not think it bribery to come on this broadcast, bless your people. Speak to them during this season. Reveal to them your love for them, your peace, your shalom. You're nothing missing, and you're nothing broken in their lives. 
that you are still with us. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what report we might be receiving, you are still God with us. Bless everyone this holiday season, this Christmas season. Cover us with your love and your protection. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Once again, tune in next Wednesday night for another session of Alive Because of the Word, our last broadcast for 2015, next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Have a blessed Christmas. God loves you, and I love you. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.